Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Lindsay and Kristen back with episode 16. Woo! <laughs> um, this time we're back in Calgary instead of doing like the last episode and doing it from abroad. Ew. Which I'm pretty sure we both wish we were still, <laughs> still there. It's still a lot nicer weather than it is in Calgary right now. Oh, yeah. It always will be. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's not snowing, which is good. Yes. Considering it has snowed in the last like Already. month. Yeah. Twice or more. I don't know. <laughs> Did it snow last week? I no. was in Arizona. When you were gone, it didn't. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're back again. And this time we're again reading like a suspense thriller genre-ish type. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to look up what it is in uh, um, chapters. I feel like they don't stalk things correctly, so we'll go with thriller. <laughs> thriller suspense <laughs> with a little bit of mystery. <laughs> um, but this time we're reading a book by Ruth Ware, and it is she was the one that did... The um, Woman in Cabin 10. Yeah. And she wrote The Death of Mrs. Westaway, and she wrote, oh, what was the other one? Another one that I really liked about girls on their bachelorette party. Um, <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. It was a good one. I think it was her. Um, dark, Dark Wood? Yep, in a Dark, Dark Wood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't read the first part. That one's good. The Lion Game. And... Oh, yeah, she wrote The Lion Game. See, I'm obsessed with her, so. I feel like I've read all of her books. I haven't read The Death of Mrs. Westaway yet because it, I have it at home, but I saw this one came out first, so I got really excited and read this one first. This one, yeah, like it came out, what, a year ago? No, it's like really new. It came out this year. It's 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, like sometimes it's hard in Canada because we like publish things, some in oh, yeah. soft cover, some like straight out, oh, even though yeah. technically this is, I think, considered hardcover in a way isn't it yeah and it's the flops yeah which is stupid but whatever yeah but anyways it's my first time reading Ruth <laughs> where i didn't read uh the woman in cabin 10 which Lindsay has told me multiple times to read <laughs> it's really good so i should just bite the bullet book. and borrow it from her you have the actual i was like book. i don't think i have it no i do have it <laughs> i was like you actually have it in physical form right um, yeah, so this one is, uh, The Turn of the Key, so this episode is... Uh, I'm still <laughs> working on the name, um, I, it's either gonna be open with The Turn of the Key, or The Turn of the Key to Open. I think I like the first one. Open to turn... With The Turn of the Key. With The Turn of the Key. Yeah, I like that better. Okay, we're going with that. That's the episode name. You can see how prepared we were for this entire episode. I mean, it's you know. only been like a month since we yeah. agreed on this book, but. We were late posting lately, and we were late, well, I was late reading it. I literally just finished it like 25 minutes before Lindsay showed up. And I read it three weeks ago, so. Two so, weeks ago. We're opposite. The last book we read, I was done over a week before. Yeah. And she finished it like. The day we were oh, yeah. recording it, or like, well, when we were supposed to record it. Yeah. And then yeah. we push it off. <laughs> right. But, 
Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, the episode is open with the turn of the key. Um, yeah. Uh, let's go with the wine first. Cool. So, um, we're drinking this wine called Open. Uh... Mine is literally, it's a red. It's literally called Smooth Red. So, that's a really weird name. <laughs> Fair. So, that's a weird name. Mine's a Chardonnay. Why don't you talk first? Um, so, these, uh, the Swinery's from Niagara area. Uh, so, it's Canadian. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Mine is a 2018. I can read it right. Yeah, 2018 Chardonnay. Let's see. Um, the back says, uh, there's a cute little quote by George Bernard Shaw. Those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Um, I like that. Uh, do, 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 do. Try our open Chardonnay and discover its lush fruit uh, aromas and flavors of tropical fruits and vanilla. This wine offers a lush, creamy mouthfeel. That's weird. Balanced by crisp, mouthwater, and acidity. That creamy mouth feel, I tell you. Um, uh, it sounds super weird. It does, right? Um, it's pretty good. Uh, this wine was, I think it was $18 at, wherever I bought it from, Safeway. Um, so it's like just below that $20 mark, but not cheap enough to be $12 wine. Um, yeah, we learned our lesson on that <laughs> That one wasn't that bad. Some of them. Barefoot. Barefoot. It wasn't barefoot. Yes, it was. You're right. You are correct. I didn't even drink the Merlot. Just saying. Yeah. I threw it out. It was better than we expected. But anyway. Not the Merlot. Remember the Merlot we were like, was disgusting. Well, some of the rest was, I don't remember which one was good, but. You, we like the Pinot Gris and uh, we had the. Cabernet, and then we both like had a sip of the Merlot, and it was like right. absolutely disgusting. So not, not that type of wine, <laughs> but um, tracked. Right. Um, so um, it's like a pretty good Chardonnay. It's sweeter than like my favorite Chardonnays, but it's not super sweet. So you definitely kind of taste the fruitiness of it. Um, it is like, it's a, it's not super dry either. So like creamy mouthfeel, it's, it's a good way to describe it, I guess. Um, it's cream, it is creamy. It's not too like acidic. So it was like saying it was acidic, but I don't really taste the acidity of it. Um, like you taste kind of the creaminess on the front of your tongue, but, um, so it's pretty good that way. Um, I don't really taste, maybe that is the vanilla I taste. You don't really smell the vanilla too much. You really just smell the fruits, but it's pretty light. Um, and again, like overall, it's fine. Uh, I, it's not bad Chardonnay for sure. Uh, I prefer Chardonnay for, for my whites, so I would probably drink this again. Um, yeah, like I said, pretty light, not super, super light in color. Like I would say medium. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't love it, but I, I... Like, it's not my favorite Chardonnay, but it's a really good option if you don't want to spend, like, go over the $20 mark. So, this is, like, a really good, um, going to a, what's that called? A friend's 
house part, like a housewarming. Housewarming, yes, great housewarming gift. Yeah, or a birthday present. Or if you don't really like the person, you don't want to spend too much money. Then get them the barefoot. <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> you like the person, but you're kind of like you're in school, maybe, and you don't have a lot of money to spend. This is a good option. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so mine, like I said, is called the smooth red. Um, I have a quote from Albert Einstein. Ooh. It's the mind that opens to a new idea never returns to its original size. So, so think about that one, guys. Yeah. Put that to uh, work. Okay. It's really hard to see in this room because it it's is. like... It's so dark. It's kind of dark and I don't think we really thought about that. So, uno momento while I... Turn, turn on my, my flashlight. <laughs> flashlight. Thank you. So, the back of mine says, free your mind, express yourself, and above all, be open. So, the smooth um, red offers both layers of sweet cherry and red berries. Merlot and Cabernet displays... Hints of roasted oak that complement the juicy fruit flavors provided by uh, Baco Noir and Pinot Noir. Baco Noir? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that before. Uh, pair this wine with pasta, grilled steak, or your favorite dessert. Did you say pasta? Pasta. Oh, pasta. Oh, sorry. I was like, what's pasta? Oh, a new word I just made up. Um, so let's give it a taste. Let's smell, I guess. Ooh, I, s I definitely smell the cherries. Yeah? For sure. It's got like a sweet taste, to, uh, smell to it. For sure. I smell some of the other berries, but I definitely smell like a lot of that cherry coming through. Ooh. Mmm. Smells good. Okay. I also aerated this wine, too. So, Did you get a new aerator? No, my brother and his girlfriend picked that up from my parents in Walla Walla. Oh, cool. Two years ago. Ah. Or more. Gotcha. But it makes less noise. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's a sweeter red wine. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's a sweet cherry. Mm. You can definitely taste it. It's not horrible. Oh, okay. But it's sweet. Sweet. Interesting. And I'm more of a dry, dry yeah. red person. So this is will be interesting. But yeah, you definitely smell just fruit. Mm. A lot of the cherry and you yeah. taste the cherry, but you know that there's other berries in there. Oh weird. I can't pinpoint what they are because like the cherry really kind of overpowers it a little bit. But it's definitely like sweet. Interesting. I'm trying to see what other flavors I can get. It's very smooth, though. <laughs> As it says in the title. As it's self-titled. It's a smooth red. Um, I would say go, to me, it leans more towards um, Merlot than I would say the Cab. Oh, okay. Uh, and tasting and stuff like that. Flashlight to see what it looks like. It's a dark red. Um, um, yeah, that's all I can give you guys. It's too dark in here, I can't see. But yeah, it's definitely like your standard like darker reds. 
it's not as dark as like you can get like yeah excuse me you guys um like the cabs and the saras and stuff like that but it's definitely a little darker than like a pinot and like merlots and stuff like that so mm. yeah tradesies tradesies Okay. Ooh, Ooh. You don't smell a lot in this. You smell white wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm not your favorite. You gotta slush it a bit to get the smell right. I don't smell cherry at all. I smell all cherry. No, I'm not. Okay, I can tell the, like, maybe not so much, well... The aftertaste kind of gives you a creamy taste to it, I guess. Isn't that weird? Kind of for a while. Like, like, you never, like, think white Chardonnay will be, like, creamy. Creamy. And I do agree with your assessment that it's, like, after, good. like, a minute, after it, like, leaves your mouth, it, like, comes back and just, like, sits yeah. at the top of yeah. your, like, the very front of your tongue. I don't smell anything from this wine. No? Mm-hmm. When I first smelled it, when, after I poured it. That is sweet. I, I have it. to say, though, I actually really like this. And the reason is, lately, I don't know what it is about me. The reason I've been drinking so much white wine. So I bought a red wine. Um, I don't even know. Last weekend, maybe. And I, like, it took me. So I bought it. It was 1884, my, like, favorite wine. My favorite yep. Malbec. Um, normally. And uh, I... It was just like, and having, I worked, so I was just like having a casual glass of wine. And I just, it felt really heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, like, I, it was cold. And I was like, oh, red wine would be so good right now. But I just, like, didn't love it. Like, I remembered loving red wine, and it just felt heavy. So I have to say, like, this is kind of nice and something I could see myself drinking, like, lately, because I feel like lighter wines lately. Yeah. So I actually quite like this just for the type of mood I'm in currently with wine. Uh, Pre-gaming tomorrow night one, mm-hmm. which I highly doubt you're gonna do that. But still. I'm like, girl, <laughs> pre-gaming at work. Just kidding, work. I never do that. Yeah, <laughs> I actually. I meant before we went out tomorrow night. Yes. <laughs> I actually don't mind like the taste and stuff. Like I wouldn't really smell it, but it's kind of like I, I see the sweetness though. Mm-hmm. Like after you keep smelling for a little bit, uh, you do taste the cherry in this, like. You're right, predominantly. I don't really taste anything else. Maybe a bit of plum, but that's it. Yeah. It's good, though. I really, I like this wine. It's a dark wine, but it's a dark red, but it's, like, light. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... Not, might not be your favorite. Yeah. You like full body. This is not a full body wine. It's not how (laughs) I would describe it. Yeah, it would be definitely on, like, the opposite end, but I have to say it's better than some of the other red wines we've had. No, that's good. Like the Barefoot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and that bitch wine. Oh, God. And, yeah. like, the sibling yeah. rivalry. Oh, yeah. No, especially you. But, like, when it comes up against, like, the, like, really hardcore cabs and oh, stuff, yeah. Yeah. or, like, the over $20 balls of reds that we've yeah. had. It kind of is paling in comparison to those ones. Yeah, and that's fair. But then again, like, red, usually it's harder to find under $20 ball of good reds. That's true. That's true. Like, unless you go to, like, Costco. Yeah. Because, like, the they just... Where the price 
yeah, so, like, it's a little harder to find it. So, like, I say for $18 bottle of wine, it's not bad. I'd definitely gift it to someone for her house wine. <laughs> so, if you and Ryan move, that might be your gift. We'll take it. <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. But, yeah. Good job, Open. Good job. Yeah, you guys uh, didn't do too shabby. Didn't disappoint. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, so quick note before we move into the book is to do our normal housekeeping. Housekeeping. Um, where, like, you know, well, I guess quick note more than housekeeping, but, um, to basically, like, how we normally say, like, to find more about, like, what we're doing, what we're reading, kind of like, you know, if we are on our game where we're traveling to and maybe drinking on the plane. Yes. <laughs> I could have totally done that this last trip that I took because I definitely drank both there and back. You did? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck it. You're I'll like, I'm it. alone. Whatever. <laughs> did you fly alone down there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I did. My parents drove down in September. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, just look at boozeandbooks.podcast Instagram. That's where we're really trying to be a little bit better. We go through points yeah here and there where we're bad see what we're currently reading but we'll definitely try and post what we're currently reading um or listening to i guess as well uh, or maybe new books that we purchased that we're going to start reading to do lists what we're drinking you know all the shit that we get up to we try not to post too many outside of those two realm kind of things for you guys but you guys can follow our personal ones if you want to see that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If you want to, like I said, check out what we're reading, what we're uh, maybe going to read, books that we've liked to re- reread from the past, all that stuff. Look at the Instagram page, boozeandbooks.podcast. Um, yeah. So, let's get on to uh, the podcast. The book. Around to the book, we're doing the podcast. <laughs> She's like, oh, right, yes, 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 yes. Um, so, like we said, we're reading The Turn of the Key, the newest book by Ruth Ware. Um, Lindsay, you start us off. We had very, we had a brief discussion before yeah. we started this podcast, and we definitely are sitting on different spectrums. Yeah. And I told her that she can convince me to go over to her side. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be a debate more than anything. Um, Possibly. I, so, I'm probably biased. I do really like Ruth Ware's, like, writing. I like her books. Um, so, I listen to the book as I normally do uh, instead of having a physical copy and reading it. Um, pro tip, she's from the UK. So, not pro tip, but, so, as <laughs> in tradition, um, Imogen Church read this one, and what I realized is she's the same one that read um, that book about the podcast that we read, that thriller, earlier. Oh, there. God. Um, um, can't remember the name. So, not someone. Something She Gone? Someone We Know? No, that's what we no, just did. Uh, she Gone? Where'd She Go? Something like that. The one, like, she sister? She Gone? <laughs> no, the one about the mom. Well, she's like, it's from like all the different points of view and it's surrounded by that podcast. Oh, the dude, the yeah. kid, childhood friend. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they kids? And that's three kids, yeah. You keep talking, I'll look at her Instagram page. Right. So, um, Imogen Church does the voice for this audiobook. Oh, okay. Um, and she did it for that one, too. So, it was kind of cool to, like, hear her again. And, I mean, as everyone knows, I don't necessarily love um, my audiobooks in different accents, but... Um, Especially the British kind. And it's not that I don't like the accent. I just, like... I don't know. I just throws me off, I think. Because if I were reading the book, I would read it, like, hear it differently in my head. So, um, but I didn't really, I, I've learned I really like Imogen Church and the way, and hearing her um, voice a, a book as an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, did you find it? There's two options. Because I can't fully remember. I know you know. It's I know you know. No, it's not. What's the other one? Um... Yes, it is. Copycat. No, it's I know you know. So I know you know. Yes, she voices that. was like that February's. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. It was bitch. I know you know. Yeah, with her favorite one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I enjoyed listening to it as a change. I guess um, she did a really good job. It's so this book is narrated um, from only one person's point of view, and that's Rowan's slash Rachel's. Um, so she doesn't do different, talk, like, accents or, like, have a guy come she, in for the male? She does. So she'll, um, like, it gets to the point where you forget that this is a letter that Rowan is writing the, the letter. Yeah. Um, so she does do a really good job of, like, and that's where I figured it out because her male voice sounded very similar to the male voice she did in um, I Know You Know. So I was like, oh my gosh, same person. But she did a really good job. So the audiobook wasn't as normally throwing me off as a normal, like, accented audiobook would have. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed listening to this. When I first, like, went into it, I, it seemed really long because I was, like, saying it was going to be about 12 hours of listening. I was like, that just seems long for some of the books we've been reading. But Kristen, you were like, it's. Seems normal size, so I don't know why. Can't remember how many pages it was. You said three hundred and something. Three thirty-six. 36. Yeah. Yeah, three thirty-six. Um. So that it just seemed long, so I was like gearing up for it. But I personally, besides it being Ruth Ware, I just love this book more because I completely was thrown off. I didn't know what was going to happen. Each like. I didn't even know what chapters I was on. I just kept listening and I would listen to it whenever I was in the car. And like normally if I would get to work and I was listening to an audiobook, I would leave and like put it off until I was going home for the evening. But I would sit in my car until the last possible second just listening to it because I loved this book and I just didn't know what was happening. And that's why I liked it. And as like we got closer to the end, finding out like what the twist is, it just like blew my mind. So... I personally really, really, really loved it. Uh, I, to be honest, I was focused more on the story of it. Yeah. So I can't tell you if I enjoyed like the writing or anything like that. I just personally really liked the trajectory that Ruth Ware took it. So you might feel differently uh, <laughs> and you can tell me why. But my overall thought of it is uh, I personally loved it. It's been my favorite book of this year so far so since january yeah i'm trying to think of another book that i loved more and i think this is my winner (laughs) so 
I didn't like it. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I can't say I didn't like it. I just didn't enjoy it a lot. <laughs> it's so like, you didn't like it. Like, it didn't take me super long to read it. Like, I started reading it um, <clears throat> yesterday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> While just I was working so you guys out. Know, weeks ago, she was like, oh, I should probably start it. It's going to be that long. <laughs> yeah, I read about. A hundred pages yesterday, like fifty oh. something while I worked out, and then like oh. the rest when I got home, and I was like, I'm gonna read something else. <laughs> so I read another book. <laughs> she wasn't as engrossed in it as I was. So yeah. then I read it at work on lunch, and then I read it when I got home, and then spent like about like what two hours reading it when I got home. Um, I have to say, for me, like the little like. I think the reason why I didn't fully like it was it took for a really long time for me to kind of get wrapped up into the story. I can see that. So I understand where that's coming Because, like, I know when we read Rise, or Rule, Rule, that teen fantasy book. Is like, Rise the second book? Yeah. Do you have it? Yeah. I don't want to borrow it. Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, like... When we read Rule, like, we both agreed, like, it took us, like, a couple chapters to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, for me, that one only took, like, what, a couple chapters? Or, like, maybe, like, five chapters to get into it. This took me, like, like, almost 300 pages. What? Yeah. So, until the end, really? Yeah. See, I... And there's just, I don't know. Like, because... Was it the supernatural stuff? Because you don't seem, like... Yeah. Like, I feel like that would throw a reader off if they're going into the book expecting it. Like, you like um, sci-fi, like teen sci-fi. Or not sci-fi, teen fantasy, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I knew, like, it wasn't part, like, that didn't really throw me off. It was more of, like, I think I was just trying to figure out who it was, but I think it was just so slow. And I'm like, why is she recanting everything? <laughs> and I was just like... And not even, like, half the good stuff. And then I was like, she sounds like a really bad nanny. And then other times I'd be like, okay, she sounds better than I would be with the child. And then I was, like, trying to picture the entire house. And it was kind of hard for me to kind of picture it, too, I guess. Okay. And then I was, like, having a hard time with, like, everything. And maybe it's... And I can't say it's because I, like, waited so long to read it. Because, like, like, that doesn't usually affect me at all in this situation. But... My God, it took me forever <laughs> to get into it. My God. And I was like, but like, it kept me going through the entire thing. Like, I needed to know what happened. So it like, kept me engaged even when I didn't fully love it. Yeah. Through the entire book. Because I was like, well, fuck, I need to figure out who the fuck did it. And like, I was like, what girl died? Because <laughs> I was like, I would have probably like, for sure killed maybe two of them. Not, like, really, literally, but I could, I was, like, wondering, like, I was, like, out of the four children, I could see two, potential. Yeah. But I didn't really understand the one, because she wasn't really there, but yes, besides the one. Um, so, I don't know, I was just kind of, like, what happened, and, like, why is she going on this huge long fucking story? <laughs> and then I was just, like, I don't know, it just threw me off, and then, and then I think I was disappointed at the end. Because 
she's writing this entire long thing to this fucking lawyer who, if I was the lawyer, I'd be like, no, man. (laughs) It took you this long to get to the point. Like, how long did it take you to write this? (laughs) But... 12 hours. It took her 12 hours. It would have taken me, like, I feel like it would have taken her days. And, like, I'm also like, how did she get so much paper? And a pen from the prison. You get stuff like that, I feel. It's not like you're like, they're not like... Well, not that much. In in my head, I'm like, how much, like... I don't know. In my head, I was like... I feel like you're going too literal with this book. I think I did. And that's okay. I feel like you just... You're, you're trying to justify, like... You're trying to make yourself like it, but you're also like, but wait, in the real world, this would not happen. So, I, I can understand that. So, but, like... Yeah, and then some of the decisions she made and stuff like that, I was like, oh my god. Like, really, man? But, and then near the end, I was like, you're kind of, like, weird. Like, why would you do this? Yeah, but I I was kind of like, when I found out what happened in that, I was like, okay. Like, I was like, I'm happy I figured it out. I never saw it coming. Yeah, right? I was kind of hoping it. it was, like, the dad or something like that. I thought... I went through a lot of different feelings, like different things. She threw me with the having the same last name as Jack Grant, like the owner, the original owner of the house. Yeah. And Grant. I was like, for sure he's involved in something. And then like, I went to like, nope, it's the Mr. What's his face. And then I was like. Like the father? Yeah. What's that last name? Oh, fuck. It's like really cool. Ellen, Ellen Court. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Burp. I don't know. I, I didn't really remember. pay attention to it because it was like a last name. So I was like, nah, fuck it. But. Who's Elspeth? Um, the daughter of. Oh, Dr. Grant's daughter. Yeah. What the hell is her name? Ellen. I feel like it's Ellen Court. Why don't you just look the, near the beginning? I don't know, but I don't know how far in it was. Um, oh, oh, there we go. Uh, no. Oh, Ellen Court. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Ellen Courts. So, um, Mr. I felt like it was Mr. Ellen Court for a long time because I was like, you're skis. Um, and he was. But then I was also like, but there was a lot of different twists that you didn't, like, like you didn't realize because like, you weren't like, because. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's why. funny. I love it. Um, that's so weird. Um, so. What was I saying? Because, because first there's the twist at who killed Maddie. No, no, the other one. Ellie. No, Ellie killed Maddie. Maddie died. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's so hard to remember who's who. So, uh, first it's like who killed, who actually killed Maddie. And then. But you Rowan don't actually know. Actually, yes, you do. Sorry. You did not finish the book. No, no, no. Sorry. I know, like, who did it, but I meant, like. You don't know that was Maddie. Sorry, is what I meant. Oh, who dies? Yes. Yeah. Of the, sorry, of the that's what I yes. meant. Sorry, trust I me. Like, I know. Mean? <laughs> well, sorry. I, yes, but but when you find out, you're still like who? But you're still like who's dead and who killed who? So yeah. that throughout the book, and then you find out it's Maddie who's dead, and then you're like, but who did it? And then you're like, and then you're I I can see why you wouldn't why you would have liked it so late because there is. Like, it's, you know it's a thriller, but you don't know what the question is. Like, you don't know what the thrill is. Yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't lead with, 
it, you know someone's dead. You don't know who's dead. You don't know who the killer is. You don't know that Rowan is actually Rachel, who's the daughter of Mr. Ellen Gord. Like, you don't know a lot of things. You don't... So, you find out the question and the answers pretty much right beside each other at the end of the book. Yeah, and I think the creepy house part, I was kind of like... I think it that's one of the parts that helped me be intrigued enough to keep reading oh, it. Yeah. Because I was like... I was like, well, someone's doing it. Well, obviously, because you're not like, this isn't like a ghost book. Like, it's yeah. not a horror. It's a mystery. Yeah, so it's like, it's not like The Purge or whatever. Which is people. Oh, um, Insidious <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. So, like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and, like, I don't really believe in that stuff, too. So, I was like, okay, it's either, like, something's up there. And then I still don't understand how Maddie... Got up to the attic without her knowing. She climbed the side of the... Building? Uh, yeah, she climbed out of her window and went up. Oh, I must have missed that. It's a very small part because Ellie talks about it and she's like, Maddie would like climb up oh. the window. Okay, like I must have missed that because like reading the last part what that Ellie right. wrote was really... Well, she's a five-year-old. so yes, And she's true. like using that thing. So it was like... Some of the words and stuff like that, it was kind of like, you're really trying to figure out what the fuck she was saying. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, some, like her thing, I kind of had to read like a sentence over again and stuff like that. So yeah. I was kind of like, wait, what? So yeah, okay. I missed that part. But okay, that makes sense. Cause I was like, how the fuck did she get up there? Yeah. Right. But out of the two children, well, and then I'm like, oh, these kids had so many issues. Honestly, I feel like. I need to, I've thought about going back and re-listening to it because I think I would catch so many things in the lead up that you don't even like think are important until the end. Like the Grant, uh, the Jack Grant stuff confused me at first because I was like, well, if he's poisoned, if he's trying to poison her, like why isn't she making a bigger deal? And then I didn't realize that he was actually trying to help. Until like the very, until I thought about it after, and I was like, I kind of missed that connection where, because at first she thinks like, oh, he's trying to poison me because she sees the flower and like yeah. all of that, but then you realize it's actually, oh yeah, who was it? It's Maddie trying to poison her. Yeah, Ellie's trying to stop her, and then Rhiannon is just is that how you say her name? Yeah, is it R H I A N N A N N O N? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, Rhiannon. I was like. I was trying to figure out how to say it, so I just said Rihanna in my head. <laughs> Rihanna, yeah. that's a nice name. Um, yeah. So, and she was kind of like out of nowhere, like just this random girl. I was. I also wanted to know her backstory. Well, I knew this backstory, but I was like, where is she going? Who is this guy named Greg? <laughs> or Craig? I was like, who the fuck is this thing? Like, and like, I'm also like, why would you text them all? Why would you call her? <laughs> so I was like... And she was very confident in, in just assuming that she would text the mom. Because she was like, yeah, here's the number. Like, what happens if you call? <laughs> like, I know. I was just like, there's so many things wrong with this entire picture. So I can see where my literalness comes out a little bit. No, I get what you're saying, though. But I, for me, I think it's definitely not my favorite book of the year. That's okay. Um, there, I've read other ones I liked more. Can't think of anything right now. because okay. um, I'm thinking we have, like, a year wrap-up. We need to, because we did not do that last no. year. 
but then you kind of, I think you need to go by genres. What's your favorite book of each genre? That's fair. We can do that. Because if I have to say one book, period, that'd be hard. Well, we'll do genre and then we'll do period. Okay. I'll have to start compiling the list. Yeah, you better. We might need three hours. I read for sure, like, probably close to 200 books this year. What? I read a lot on my iPad, man. I just don't know if I have time. I need more time. I need to prioritize reading. I watch a lot of TV. I can cite my favorite TV show, but that's a whole other podcast. But, uh-huh. like, I read, though, when I, like, watch TV. Sundays I would read while I also watch football. That's good for you. I, I sit on my phone. Or, like, I watch movies. I watched Blockers today while I was reading. I fucking love that movie. Oh, I had some jokes while I was reading this book. <laughs> and I easier. still read it in two hours. <laughs> Watched an entire movie you. and started another Good one. <laughs> Multi-talented. Okay. I don't you know. are. I don't know, like... Well, and like, let's also talk about the parents. Like... Well, yeah, okay, that's a whole different story. Who the fuck just leaves their kid after knowing the person for like... I... Not long at all. Again, you're getting too literal. I know, but I'm just like saying. I'm pretty sure there are parents actually that do that. I'm sure there are. Like, but it's just crazy. The mom, like, I know she loved her kids, but like, she just had other priorities. Honestly, she was just like, I'm sure she would get overwhelmed. You could tell because she would just kind of like, oh, that's Ellie for you. Like, okay, well, discipline your child. But all right, yeah. And the dad obviously wasn't involved, and like. He's a piece of shit anyway, so. I kind of wonder in the end if, um, like, what the dad's reaction to finding out that this chick is, um, his daughter. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. And it, it doesn't really say what happened to her. Mm-mm. It just kind of ended... Well, she's still in jail. And then, like, them, like, finding her letters in the jail cell. Oh, right! I forgot about that. But, like, two years later. Yeah. So then I was like, what happened in the two years? (laughs) Did she not mail this in? And then I read Allie's letter. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was like, okay, that's probably why she didn't hand it in. Because it's like, well, she probably just took the fall for the kid. Yeah. But, like, if Ellie came forward, to be honest, she... Like, I feel like five is too young for them to actually do anything. Yeah. There is a certain age that they will stick a kid in juvie, but I think five's too young. Like, but she would, I, but that's her sister. Like, she would never do that, I feel. She would. I know. She's like playing the older sister card. She kind of drives me crazy. It's just kind of crazy after you realize, after you find that out, that you're like, these three girls, four girls are her sisters. And she, like, loved them. Yeah, she did. Even Maddie. Even Rhiannon. If you like Rhiannon, she had a breakthrough kind of with her. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah. she's drunk. Um, and, like, I think, I think Maddie would have come around. I I think think Maddie just had a lot of issues. And I think if she did confide in the girls and, like, was able to prove that she was their sister... I think she would have actually had a really great relationship with Maddie. Yeah, agreed. Well, it seemed like... I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny because it's like... Their dad was like sleeping with... 
all these nannies, and it's kind of like, your dad's a douchebag. Yeah. Why, like, why are you trying to, like... Crime family. At the same time, it's kind of like, I get it, you're trying to, like, preserve your, like, family and mm-hmm. stuff, but your dad's a douchebag at the but same time. But I guess time. she didn't... Well, she only has to go on, like, that her... What her mom told her, I guess, but she doesn't know. But, like, the little girls, but I yeah, guess they're kind of too young to kind of really comprehend, maybe. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. But, like, Maddie went to extreme lengths to get rid of people. Yeah, she did. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. And a smart home? Like, who wants that? I do. I wanted that home so bad when I was reading it. Really? Oh, my God, yeah. I was like... I was like, this For a lot of stuff... Dream. For a lot of this stuff, I was like, okay, that would have been, like, perfect. Like, I just had to turn the lights on people and, like, saying lights on would have been perfect. Or, like, saying something on my phone, which I know that there are... Well, like I was like, that's format. our reality. That's what Ryan and I are trying to achieve. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's just other things, like the whole creepiness of like, being yeah, able to, like, it, call there, it was. kids. Yeah, like, having, like... I think it went kinda, too far. Yeah. Like, there are really good aspects of the futuristic thing, but then I think it went too far yeah. into that. I agree. Like, the mom should not be able to call into the girl's mm-hmm. room. That would freak me Via out. Via the app. That would freak me out. If some, suddenly someone was just like, hi, Lindsay. Like, be like, what? I just realized the whole, like, you know when they, like, had the whole, like, all the lights and the music come on? Yeah. I, like, just literally, like, realized that that's because Maddie had her mom's old phone. <gasps> I didn't even know that either. I just clicked. So Maddie was doing it. She must have, because, like, why else with their mom? And, like, it at that least said that... mom's old phone. Yeah, it literally said it at the end. I'll find it. I thought that was, um, what's her name's phone? No, it was, like, I'm pretty sure that it was, like, their mom's old phone. Yeah. Playing tricks with mommy's old phone. She took their things, and she kind of, she kind into... This is the... This is what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> She kind into the attic window up the roof from your room. The attic was her secret den where she always went up. Uh, went, but she said I was too little to climb up. And she made the happy wake them up in the night. And she took a YouTube video and played it on the speakers on the happy to make it sound like there are people in the attic. It's like literally run on sentences for days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was her, their mom's old one. Which makes, I literally just made that connection now, that that's how all the lights in the middle of the night. And how she was playing the music, and how she, yeah. So that makes sense. Because I was like, how? She's for her age. She's like, what, eight? Seven. I thought she was eight. Maybe she's eight, but still, too smart. Because the one was five. Yeah. I can't remember their ages fully. Five, for sure. I just remember five, because, yeah. And Petra was a baby, like, one. Eighteen months. Oh, okay. And then Rihanna's I remember that fourteen. Yeah, it's Maddie. Really, I don't remember. But yeah, I was like, yeah, you know that moment. I didn't even think about it until like now when you're talking to when we were talking about the house. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, how? I didn't even think of that either. I didn't even, and that didn't even cross my mind that that was an un, like I didn't even realize that that was an unsolved issue in my mind. Because, yeah, it was a huge unsolved issue. Yeah, I didn't Because it's like, how how the hell did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Also, how did the... Oh, Jack Grant was married, though, too. 
So he did have a secret. That was it. And a kid. Oh, yeah. And a kid. Which... She made it sound like... It kind of annoyed me because she's like, he had a secret too. A very big secret. Not like mine, though. But a big secret. <laughs> or something like along yeah. those lines. And I'm like, well, what? Well, what? And then she like, like stated like... He had a like wife and kid in Edinburgh or whatever. Oh, yeah. Edinburgh. And I was like... I like literally was like, well, that was a letdown. <laughs> he thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be to like he murdered someone or something. I thought it was like a yeah, like a criminal record or something. I was like so excited, and then it was like he has a wife and kid. I was like, well, that was literally like such a letdown because I was like, it would have been different if she said that he had a secret too, and then like yeah, but but she kind of like made it like kind of blew it out of proportion. Blew it up a little bit, and I was like, ooh, ooh what is he got? <laughs> Especially when she compared it to the fact that, like, he was not related to that Grant guy. Oh, yeah. So, I was like, okay. (laughs) And then he said that, and I was like, oh. I was like, yeah, that's not as exciting as I thought. (laughs) But then I'm like, how did, like, he must have been estranged, because, like, how does he spend so much, like, live in as whatever job he was doing with that? Um, and still have an actual solid relationship with that wife. Well... Maybe there's just no jobs in Edinburgh. I'm going way too literal. Yeah, you are going way too literal. I can't help it, man. That's okay. I can't help it. Is that what you're five? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah, no. Who's your favorite character? Not that I don't know if you could have one, but... Yeah. Right? Uh... Like, I liked Rowan, Rachel, um, but I think my favorite character was really Rhiannon. I don't know. I, I just, liked like, Ellie. Ellie was, yeah. She had some, like, I don't know, though. I'm just, like, the kids were just too kid-like for me to kind of relate to them. Not that Rhiannon's, well, she's, like, half my age, but, um... I don't know. I just, I liked Rihanna's character because she was complex and you could tell like she was in like real emotional pain mm-hmm. from everything. So. In a way, I kind of guess I like Maddie because like for how young she was, she was definitely under 10 to come up with that shit. Yeah. To do that shit. To climb, have the fucking guts to climb outside but the house. But that's too. Oh, she had some deep seated yeah. issues. And for sure. Of, like that whole family. Like if you think of it, the whole family was fucked up because... Ellie pushed Maddie out of a window. Yeah. Maddie was trying to poison Rowan. Rowan disguised herself. Sorry, Rachel disguised herself as Rowan, and she's the daughter of Mr. Ellen Court. Rhiannon was obviously troubled with her drinking and, and well, she like older men and what pushed she, Holly out. Oh yeah, yeah, like forced Holly to leave, and then Mrs. Ellen Court just didn't care. Um, she, you could, like, there's no way she didn't know. She was just blind. Well, she did leave her husband. I think, well, I think she couldn't not at that point. Yeah. But I think she was choosing to ignore because she liked her life too much. and that's fair. Yeah. So I think that was the issue. Because, like, how old was Rachel? 29. No, yeah, 29 is what I calculated. 29? Yeah. Okay. 
Because I remember thinking, I was like, is she 21? She was either 20, 27, 28, or 29 was her age. I know she wasn't 30 yet. Um, what I calculated. I just can't remember. If it was, I think it was 27 or 29. But Rhiannon said that she knew her dad left another family. Mm. Which technically he did, but who knows if it was for Sandra before they had Rhiannon. Well, and who knows if it was Rachel or if it was even in a different family. Like I know. Like the sh- shit he was doing. He's smooth everyone. And it sounds like he wasn't even a good looking man. So it's kind of like, huh. Oh, yeah. But it's probably like. But he's rich. Yeah. So. Apparently not rich enough if he's fucking having to sell the house to pay for legal bills. Oh, right. When I saw that, I was like, well, if he got sued by his comp- like someone in the company. That's true, yeah. He probably got screwed over. Yikes. Not cool, fam. Not cool. Technically, Petra was the only one that was kind of like untouched. Because <laughs> she's an infant. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but who says? I'd like to see her in 10 years. Well, this doesn't all mess her up. She had a little bit of a toot. I think they all did. They yeah. all had a toot because they weren't disciplined. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, just let the book run around for hours oh, on end outside. And I know. I was like, what? what? I was like, what kind of parent does yeah, that? Yeah, she's like, it's fine. I was like, um, don't think it's fine. Like, it's different. Like, I grew up here. My parents, like, knew my brother and I were, like, um, outside playing with the neighborhood kids. Yeah. But, like, you're in the neighborhood. So many, well, okay, not so many people can watch because, like, oh, you can do whatever in your mm-hmm. fucking neighborhood and people won't see it. But, um, like, this is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like they have like ponds and yeah. stuff like that, like and a freaking poisonous plant area. And yeah, you put it, lock the gate, whoop de doo. You didn't chain it like the Jack guy did. Like that's what they should have <laughs> done. Like, oh my god, you're stupid. Like, I was like, there's so many different things that could go wrong in like that type of environment compared to like city living. But then I guess maybe parents that like grow up in that area Maybe. and like in that situation but, like they would probably have more of an issue with like letting their kids go around here yeah but then again today's age, day and age it's a lot different because like a lot of parents like my parents sometimes didn't know where the fuck my brother and i were for hours <clears throat> they just knew we were out playing with our friends yeah we could have been like all the way that was in our a different era neighborhood, though, right and then well like, that's what i mean right early 90s it was like or 90s i guess but as long as you came home breathing, yeah, and uh, unbroken for dinner or whatever yeah. time you had, you to. had to come before it was dark out, and that was it. Yeah. Otherwise, your parents were like, "I don't care." <laughs> well, legit, I did the same thing. Whereas nowadays, your parents are like, I feel like the parents are like putting up signs of "Please drive slowly, kids out" or whatever. I fucking hate those signs. Why? No, I just don't like being told what to do by strangers, and I feel like that's like a huge, literally a sign saying what to do, and it's not government like thing. Yeah. So I just want to like run them over. And there's kids in our neighborhood that they like to fuck with you, and I'm like, you know, if I ran you over, I probably wouldn't feel as bad about it because you like to play with danger. Yeah. And you like to literally intentionally, like, either stick your tongue out at people Ugh. um, who, like, slow down because they don't want to hit you. And I'm like, well, fuck. At this point, the parents should be out there fucking checking. 
And that little kid should learn a lesson. Oh my god. Time. And my neighborhood, there were these two kids, and one, they were like standing off to the side, but so like there's a sidewalk, and they, I saw them peeking, but like in my neighborhood, like cars line the street that yeah. were parked. So they were Good like trip. peeking behind, <laughs> and then they just came out. The one kid, he did like a hands up, like dance, and I'm like, buddy, this is how you are gonna die, you idiot. Yeah. Like, That's don't be stupid. Don't do. run in the street. Especially when you know the car's coming. Yeah, he did it on purpose. Yeah. And I'm just like, youth. I'm that person that's like, the youth are troubled. I know. I'm like, so I do don't like those signs. I don't know. My <laughs> one friend that has kids, or she she likes them. I don't. We disagree very hardly on that. Because I don't get them. Okay. I'm like... The parent putting them up, I'm like, did you not fucking survive childhood? Like, hello? You had kids yourself. But you're probably letting those kids grow up like little fucking brats. But I digress. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of parents like, that are like, really I feel. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure there's like a lot of people listening to this being like, wow. <laughs> we don't have kids, so we yeah. don't really know. No. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want them. Like, just drive, like, the normal, how you're supposed to. If you drive the speed limit, Technically, it's, I think in residential areas, 50, 50. Unless it's school donuts. Or, yeah. yeah. So, like, in my neighborhood, technically, I can go 50. Yeah. So, it's like, parents, take those fucking signs and shove them up your ass. Just, just if you're a good, smart driver and you have your license for a reason, shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Because, like, especially in my neighborhood, it's, it's pretty quiet over here. It's kind of hard to like drive a little too crazy unless you want to spin around the corners if you have an e-brake that's handheld. <laughs> oh yeah, like not this corner, but the one down there. Yeah. And when I was in high school, my friend had like a yeah. car that had the handbrake. So he would drift. And like, yeah, he'd like drift around the corner. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was fun. There's now like a little kid that like lives on the corner and that's kind of like where those little kids that I tell just was talking about for like a ranting about but yeah your friend is probably the reason why there's signs now <laughs> no that was like 10 years ago these kids are like i don't think they moved in until after that oh. especially for how old they are they're like five well older than five under than 10 <laughs> parents oh. probably grew up there and they or lived there and they were like when well, we have kids <laughs> we'll put a sign probably oh, just to annoy me yeah, just because of you. They're like, that girl's going to be annoyed by this. This is perfect. <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, no. I feel like we totally got off topic. What were we talking about? The book. All right. And living, kids just running around. Running around and I don't know. We get off topic very fast. Yeah. Any mm. final thoughts on the book? Did I convince you to love no, it? No, I didn't. You did not. No, that's okay. The book is nice looking. It's like silver. Yeah, it's alright. I like it. I'm here for it. I guess I get the meaning behind the key part, like the term, the key. But I don't like the title so much. You don't like the title? Not really. Dude, Reese Witherspoon liked this book, so. Yeah. Anyway, I don't kidding. feel bad about that. That's fine. I like Reese Um I just have to tell a really funny story. So my mom the other day yeah. was like, um, 
she was like, Lindsay, <laughs> I have to tell it. My mom loves to read and she loves suspense novels. She's a big like Anne Rule lover and like loves all the old school like mm-hmm. suspense writers. Um, and true, she loves reading true crime. But um, she was like, Lindsay, have to hear about this new author. Um, her friend was telling her about it. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. She's like, it's a suspense writer. I was like, oh, great. Um, that's my genre. Tell me. She's like, she like show, she's like, I can't remember the name. So she took a picture of her friend holding the book. And it was Karen Slaughter. And I was like, mom. I was like, I was like, Karen Slaughter? I was like, mom, Karen Slaughter's not new. She's written a lot of books. Yeah, <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, she's new to me. And I was like, well, I have one of her books. I was like, we did we did The Good Daughter? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We no, read it, though. We, we both read, read it, it. yeah. Um, but I was like, I have The Good Daughter, like one of her books at home. I was like, it's an advanced reader copy. You can borrow it. And she's like, oh. so she like came over and like was like, can I have the book? And I was like, yes, mom, you can. <laughs> so she's real excited about Karen Slaughter right now. <laughs> I have the other Karen Slaughter book she wants to borrow. That. Is it her newer one? Uh, it is, I think, because I know the one you have. And you asked me too many questions. That I don't. know. It's the one she borrowed from her friend because her friend is holding it in the picture. My mom borrowed that one, so I think she already has it. Um. I already know the Piece answer. of her? Pieces of her? Can I see it? Oh, no, that's not the one. Yeah. If she wants to. She I'll let her know if she likes Good Daughter. It's, the Good Daughter. It's pretty, that one's thick. That one's thicker than this one. Well, The Good Daughter's huge. I know. Super big. It's probably the thickest book. Thinking I've about it when we were talking about it, I think 336 pages is maybe on the longer side. It, it's like normal, I think. I think it's normal, but I think some people probably would be like, bitches, you crazy. I think that's on the longer side, but like, I don't really know. I don't really no, look I at the page. I think it's pages. pretty normal, honestly. The only time I actually look at the page length is when, well, one, you said it's I a long book. I always look at and it. And then I was like trying to figure out how long it's going to take me to read since I left it until the last minute. Mm-hmm. So I estimate how long it's going to take me. It's about 300 pages, takes around three hours. You read 100 pages per hour. Yeah. I can't do that. I think I read 50 pages per hour. I think I'm a fast reader too, but I just like it. It's like, because yeah. I read, yeah. Well, working out though and reading these things is really hard. Yeah. I just read a lot more. I, I was like, yeah, sweating, like so profusely. I, don't think I could. It's like, because you're like holding it awkwardly on the elliptical and, I get and then dizzy, you're like trying so, yeah. to like do that. And then you're kind of like, it's a lot of ab workout because you're like basically trying to stay like, yeah because you're not really fully hanging on because you yeah. can, you kind of rest it a little bit on the like middle handlebars yeah. that are there but you're not really holding on to yeah. it so a lot of things can go wrong that's fair but it's definitely more of a workout so I guess if you really want to look for a workout while you read get a paperback and read while you're on the elliptical because it also keeps it more steady too if you're doing it that way that's the key. But, you know. Anyways, so I don't think we have more to discuss considering the fact that we're we both, I don't know, it's kind of hard to dissect the characters too much besides the fact that they're all really troubled. Yeah. Oh, I don't have anything more. It's fine. She didn't like it, so she just want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I did not. Do you want to talk about it more? No. I I think I said everything I, I like liked about it. I I stand by my like my loving of it. I will... Until I find another book that I love more, we'll keep it at the top of my list. 
Maybe in December, instead of uh, picking a book to read, since it's a more busier month, mm-hmm. we'll just do so. a, um, recap a recap episode. And we'll maybe try and do the wines, too. In the oh, yeah. Someday. We should recap wines and books. Yeah. And then that'll make it easier on our lives. Ooh. So you guys just heard that. No book in December. So one more month. One more month till 2020. Two more months. Well, yes. But, I mean, one more month of reading until 2020. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. For me. <laughs> That's true. Because I'm definitely going to read gonna be busy. way more. <laughs> but, anyways. Um... Quick little notes before, as usual, before we go. Um, follow us on boozeandbooks.podcast or our personal ones, lind.said, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D, or Kristen Shu, Kristen with an E, and dot S-H-E-W, or you can email us at boozeandbooks. At gmail.com, and that's uh, triple O in the booze in the book, so B-O-O-O-K-S-A-N-D-B-O, nope, I did it again, B-O-O-O-Z-E-A-N-D-B-O-O-O-K-S at gmail.com, my bad. And yeah, give us suggestions on any books, or like, tell us if we're fucking something up, or if we're improvements, or book suggestions, wine suggestions, vacation suggestions just anything if you want to say hi i'll say hi i'll say hi but yeah all right well bye bye